This week on the Music Biz Weekly podcast, five things you can do to promote yourself for free, 100% free, zero cost, no money. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert Two longtime music industry pros discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you Build need. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Banzoogle. Go to Banzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any... Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Mike, you got Jay... We are uh, fast approaching the end of the year here. Oh, yeah. Next, next, next week, Christmas week, then New Year's. Um, what we're and just so everybody knows, we're going to kind of play it by ear. What we're recording between you know, over the next couple weeks. I'm traveling. I'm sure you've got family plans as well, yeah. Jay. So we'll just we may or may not be here on a given week, but we will definitely make our best effort to pull a show together yeah um before we get into this week's discussion huge shout out of course to bruce and everybody at hypebot and bands in town for all you do to just support us and spread the word for the music biz weekly podcast it means a lot to us mm-hmm. and of course to our sponsors bandzoogle.com makes it so easy to build a stunning website and epk for your music in just minutes. All the features you need are already built in, including dozens of fully customizable templates, tools to sell your music, merchant tickets, commission-free, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, integrations with Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube, Bands in Town, and more, so you can easily add content from your other online profiles. And of course, their amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. Plans at Banzoogle.com start at just $8.29 a month, and that includes hosting of your website and your own free custom domain name. Music Biz Weekly podcast listeners, head over to Banzoogle.com, sign up to try it for free for 30 days. And when you sign up, make sure you use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. Yes, that's all one word. And you will get 15% off the first year of any subscription. That's Banzoogle, excuse me, Banzoogle.com, promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. And of course, thank you to DiscMakers.com. As we all know, vinyl has been kind of mostly a label product up until now, mainly because of high prices and tight supply resulting in long lead times. And when you're an independent artist, Sometimes you don't have that luxury of knowing how long it's going to take, how many to print, how much money to invest in it. But independent artists want vinyl because it's a great, it's a great revenue stream. It really is. Your fans are going to buy vinyl to support you, and it's a collectible item more than anything else. Um, but so many independent artists don't move forward. And as we explained, it's because of price and turnaround times. You just don't know how many records you're going to sell. So they don't want to start. So they want to start with the smallest quantity possible to test the waters. 
up until recently, a hundred records at disc makers might cost you $1,990 to press. And that's a lot of money, especially compared to a hundred CDs, which you can get for 149 bucks. So disc makers has ripped the bandaid off and they've launched their entry level vinyl strategy for an offer of 100 vinyl records for just 1299 bucks. They want to make vinyl available to everyone in the DIY market. And they believe they are the company that can do that and execute on it. So head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 vinyl albums for just 1299 bucks. So, Jay, this week, it's kind of a freeform, fun discussion for us. And this was, not going to name the artist, but this was um, driven by a conversation I had with a friend who's like, hey, I got a show coming up in December. We've got no budget. We have no money to promote the show. And that's a common thing for a lot of DIY artists. They just have no budget. How, and his question to me was, how can I promote this show with no money? What can I do for free? And I quickly rattled off five items. And I thought we could go through these five. You can add in some more. We can just riff on this. But there, again, this is a common thing I run into with a lot of artists. They just don't have additional money to buy advertising especially after engaging with a marketing person or all the money they've spent on it, recording and releasing. So there's actually, there's a lot you can do for free. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A lot you can do. Now I'm going to preface everything we're talking about here with, you still have to have an audience in all of these ideas we're giving you, which means all year long, you should be focused on driving your fans to follow you, to subscribe, to join these various things that we're going to talk about here. Yeah. But the, the first thing you should be doing for free is head over to your bands in town profile page and send a message to all of your followers on bands in town. You could send it to all. Maybe you want to geo-target it just to the fans who are following you and wherever your show is. But maybe maybe you're promoting a new album. Maybe you're promoting, go watch my new video. That doesn't need to be geo-targeted. But message all your followers on Bands in Town. It doesn't cost a penny to message them. And there's no algorithms playing around with how many of your followers are going to see this message. They've either opted in to receive messages from bands in town or they haven't. So that's the first thing you should do all the time. Yeah. And I would only add to that, that for every one of these that we point out, let's add also low cost because some people might have $25. $25. They may have some low cost things. And when you talk about bands in town, yeah, you can message your trackers for free, but for a very, very small amount of money, you can target, you know, the trackers or followers of light competitive artists. Maybe it's the band that you're playing live with. Maybe it's somebody, a musician that's on your uh, recording. Maybe it's, uh, you know, 
you know that the audience of this band would love your band if they heard it. There are some low cost things as well, but Mike, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Bands in town is one of those tools that uh, everyone should be using. And I would, I would only preface it to say that if you haven't gone in and set up your, you know, bands in town for artists, you know, claimed your profile, go in and do that right away. A hundred percent. You have to have to go claim it. Um, It's very easy to claim it. You know, as long as you're an admin on your band's Facebook page, you can go in and claim your profile. If if somebody else on your team has already claimed it, they can add you as a team member. 100% free. Absolutely yeah. free. Yeah. Um, the second thing I would suggest, and we've talked about this little nugget that so many people ignore, post to the community section on your YouTube channel. Yeah. So your YouTube channel has a little tab called community. And I would bet many people have never bothered to click and see what I would say. Is. Most, most. Yeah. Most. And, and think and, of it as this social network within YouTube. Yep. And Mike and I always say, go to where the party is and the parties at YouTube, you know, it's the largest streaming service for music. And, and I'm not talking about YouTube music. I'm just talking about music in general. It dwarfs Spotify. It's the discovery destination. Yep. Yeah. And, and yes, to your point, Jay, the community section literally is like a, a Facebook feed. It's a Facebook type page within your YouTube channel. And you can post links to videos in there. You can run polls, you can do quizzes, but you can upload a graphic and then you put copy in there with a URL. And again, no algorithms are playing into, oh, only 2% are going to see this. Everybody who's a subscriber is going to be alerted that you've made a post to your community section, your community tab. Go in there, post a graphic, or whatever it is that you want to po- you want to promote, add a link in that description. Done. It's if, really if easy. You, if if you've got fifty thousand subscribers, they're now. I'm not saying they're all going to click and go read it, but they're going to get notified that there was right. an update, and it's a yeah. photo, and it's a copy, and it's a link that they can click. Yeah. So this also goes to make sure you're always pushing to get new subscribers. So many people think of YouTube and YouTube subscribers as literally only to benefit my video that I want people to go watch. That's just one, one benefit of those subscribers. They also get informed when you post your. And that's the value. I think what you just said, they get notified. That's why when people say, what should the call to action be? I always say two things. One is subscribe to my YouTube channel. Two is follow me on Spotify. Why? Because those two calls to action do what you just described. They notify people that you've, that you've posted, that you have something new coming out. And that's super valuable. And it's free. It's free. It's 100% free. The third one, um, I would say, is go post in related groups on Facebook. Um, Facebook groups, man, if, if, if you haven't explored them, you're really missing the boat. First of all, Facebook groups have much greater engagement than Facebook pages. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, and there is a group, there's more than one group for nearly every single topic, genre, style of music, yeah. related bands, anywhere. Just go to Facebook, go up to the search bar, type in what you're searching for. Maybe it's a related band or something along noise or a genre. Exactly. Heavy, met, heavy metal group. Oh, you'll find dozens. And, and some of them are large. Dozens. And some uh, hundreds of thousands of people in these groups go through. And, and first of all, I would encourage you to do this ASAP, not the day you have to get this posted. Because it can take, these groups often are run by fans. Right. And some of them might take days or weeks to review applications and yeah, they may be getting get dozens of them. I would give you one tip that I've learned over the years for face Facebook groups. And you're absolutely right, whether it's genre or mood or whatever it is about a band member. There's so many instrumentation. There's so many in these some of these are really large as you mentioned. But don't just try to post something on there, you know, once you've joined. The first thing I do once I join one of these Facebook groups is I find out who the admin is. And then I send them an, a message and say, hey, you know, I work with this other artist. I think it fits really well here. You know, I, I worked with a band who was sort of what they call power pop. And I found six really cool power pop oriented Facebook groups, went to the admin and said, hey, I'm working with this artist. Would it be OK if I posted? 90% of them said, sure, but we only do it on this day of the week, or I need to approve it first. But then you've sort of got permission. And then yep. when you post something, it gets approved more quickly. Because the last thing I'll say on it is there's some of them that they only have self-promotion, sort of, so to speak, on a certain day of the week. And you want to respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you read the rules of the group. They're all pretty good about posting rules up there. Some of them are going to say no self-promotion. And, and, and you might look at that and go, oh, crap, I can't do this. That's where you go email the admin and just say, hey, I do think this would be of interest to your group members because it's related to what the group is. Would you have any objections for me doing this? They're going to say yes. They're going to say no. They're going to say yes, but only do this on Wednesdays or whatever. Don't yeah. try and break the rules. Follow the rules. But you can find dozens of groups on Facebook oh, that yeah. so you many. can market to for free. Yeah. Um, fourth tip I had was go to your Spotify for Artists back end. And add a message, you know, dig into that, that sec. It's a tab. I think it's called profile. This is where you can upload photos and you can add your bio. links. Yeah. Bio. There's also, uh, I think, what do they call it? Artist pick is what they call it. And maybe people are only using that to pick, Oh, go watch or go listen to this album or this song. But that could be you uploading a still image to promote a tour, to promote a show with copy that says this show is happening on this time. The point is, it's free to do that. It shows up on your Spotify profile page. Anybody who's going to your profile is going to see it. Again, it's not, it's not controlled by algorithms that only 2% of the people are going to see it. They go there. 
they're going to see it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Well, go just, ahead. I was just going to say that I know that email isn't sexy, but it still works. And Mike and I talk a lot about, you know, super serving the super fan and growing your audience. These things don't have to cost a lot of money, but along the way, make sure that you're capturing either their cell number or their email address. And then as you're growing this audience, you, you own that and you can control that. And you can use something like constant contact or MailChimp or whatever it is to regularly engage with your audience and help grow your audience and use them as sort of your street team. You know, maybe you give them videos a little bit early, maybe that you give them a banner set that they can post online and you, they become sort of your, your advocates, you know, your evangelists, your street yep. team, that doesn't really cost anything, but you need to own that fan. And some of the things that Mike, you and I are talking about today, they don't cost much or anything. Some of them, but it's going to require a little bit of work, right? So it's going to, it's, be... going to it's definitely going to require work and it's going to require ongoing work because everything that we've mentioned so far, followers on bands in town, subscribers on YouTube, um, you know, your Spotify page, those have no value if you have no followers, right? If, if, if your bands in town account has 10 people following you, uh, okay, you can send it out, but only 10 people are going to get notified. The point is, if you've got 100,000 people who like your page on Facebook, do everything you can to tell those people on Facebook to come over and follow me on Bands in Town so you don't miss any news, you don't miss any updates. And, and you know, it's not necessarily a post you make every day because then that's repetitive and that's spammy, but maybe once a week, Every couple yeah. weeks, remind people, oh, this week's post is, don't forget, go subscribe to YouTube. Following week is, hey, don't forget, join my email list. Then a yeah. week later, hey, go follow me on Bands in Town. And then after a month, guess what you do? You just start that whole thing over again. Because again, keep in mind, especially on like Facebook and Instagram, not everybody is going to see the post you made a month ago. Right. That's a good point. It might finally come up into their feed and now's the first time they've seen it. So yeah. everything we're talking about here requires you to do ongoing work to keep growing the audience you can talk to. For That's free. right. And one of the things I think that people miss too often is that when you have YouTube and you have socials, people are commenting. And I'll go in and check an artist's YouTube and check their socials. I'm like, has anybody responded to this? I don't see responses to this. You need to set aside some time each week to make sure that when people are sending you messages that you respond to it. And one of the things that feeds social media as far as algorithms is a dialogue. So you post, hey, I'm coming to town. Here's the set list I'm going to do. Any cover tunes you think I should do? And somebody says, oh, I think you should do this. Keep that communication going and respond to people when they comment and send you private, you know, direct messages. Um, I see too many people who I'll go in, especially in YouTube, and there are all these comments and oh, no people, engagement. People completely forget that there's comments on YouTube. And quite often you're going to get more commenting and more engagement from your fans on YouTube than you will get on Facebook and Instagram. And again, that's because 
maybe only one or 2% of your followers on Facebook even see that post. So they're never going to show up to comment. Um, yeah, people constantly seem to ignore the comment threads on, on YouTube. Um, yeah. there's, there's, there's a lot of activity that's going on there. Um, my fifth, the fifth item, which I touched on and you really delved into, but I just want to circle back real sure. quick was the email list. Yes, that's so important, but you can do email lists for free as well. Yeah. It used to be in the past, you had to pay a monthly fee to somebody else to manage your email list, a MailChimp, a constant contact, any yeah. of those email list services out there. They were going to charge you a monthly fee regardless of how often you use your email list. They, they charge you based on how many subscribers you get. Yep. And honestly, that, that, that could get expensive for a band who all of a sudden is spending 50 bucks a month and keeps forgetting to use their email list. <laughs> Bands in town hosts email lists for free, 100% free. So you need to drive your email list signups to the email list platform built into Bands in Town on your profile. And then you use that to send out your emails once a week. It doesn't cost you anything to host your email list there. It doesn't cost you anything to email that list that you have on right. Bands in Town. And you get data on the back end, which is so valuable to see, you know, what's your open rate, what's your click-through rate, all of those. And I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, bands in town and you know uh, band zoogle and all of these things um i also have uh, my your morning coffee newsletter and what i learned with you know working with mailchimp is if you have less than a thousand people which a lot of developing artists do you can use it for free and then once you get more it you know it costs a little bit more but to your point there are free options and then as you grow um you know there are other options yeah yeah so I mean, there, there's five items right there that you can do that won't cost you a cent. Yes, there's work involved to claim your profile, set your profiles up, drive users to follow you, drive users to subscribe to you. And, and, and again, these aren't going to work if you don't have an audience out there. If you're talking into a vacuum, nobody's hearing. Yeah. And then your only option is to spend money on advertising. Yeah. But I'm a big supporter of do as much as you can through organic reach before you start doing paid promotional reach. Organic yeah. reach simply means how you can reach people for free. And these are all 100% free. It doesn't cost you to register. There's no monthly fee to use them. It's just your time and your work that you put in yeah, yeah. To, to, to do these. Yeah, I think the bottom line is it's all about audience growth as a developing and middle-class artist. Stop worrying about playlists. Stop worrying about all of that stuff. Worry about growing and engaging your audience. And those things that we just mentioned, you can help grow and engage an audience without investing any money doing it. That's that's your starting point. And then as you get more successful, then you can maybe you pay a little bit for, you know, targeted online ads, or maybe you can pay a little bit for other things, but starting out it's organic and it's, it's consistency. 
Yeah, too many too many musicians think there's nothing you can do for free out there. That everything's oh, going to yeah. cost you. And as we just illustrated here, here's five things that are a hundred percent free and only require you to put the effort in to create those accounts and then keep driving people to follow, yeah. subscribe, um, you know, periodically head back to Facebook and search for more groups because new groups start up all the time. Old groups get stale and get closed down, stay on top of it. And again, I want to stress on the Facebook groups, don't start doing that the day before the show because <laughs> you're probably not going to get approved to post in groups within 24 hours. You need to be looking for these related Facebook groups months in advance so they're you're a member you're ready to go the second you need to communicate to fans that could be interested yeah good stuff there you go so question to all of our listeners are there other 100 percent free things you've done besides these five things that work for you online things that you can do to get out and promote a show get out and promote an album, a single, a video? Are there some other free tools out there that you use? And, and again, I'm stressing 100% free, not cheap, absolutely free services that work. Yeah, let me throw out one quick, before we wrap, one other idea that just popped into my head that we were doing recently for a developing artist is there are not hundreds, there are thousands of music blogs out there by genre, mood. And what we found is there's plenty of lists. You can Google it. You can find them all over the place. And there's services that have these. But if you find the right music blogs, and I'm not talking about Pitchfork. I'm talking about all of these music blogs that are out there. If you find one that kind of caters to your genre, your mood of music, we created a spreadsheet and we, we didn't send our music to them. We sent them a note saying, hey, we've got this artist we think would fit really well with your blog. Would it be okay if we sent you, you know, music, maybe a one sheet, little info? And I'd say about half of them wrote back and said, sure, here's the email that you, you use, send it on this day. And we started getting not only reviews, but there are other socials and DSPs that look at these music blogs as tastemakers. So again, totally free you just send your stuff out there but the same with facebook groups don't just send your stuff out there reach out be polite be respectful ask for permission and you'd be surprised what you can get yeah i mean basically you're building your own you know publicity PR. media pr list here so you don't have to hire a publicist and again you can find a lot of them just by searching searching google searching facebook searching on Twitter, and it can take a little work to find out how to message, where to contact, but it's worth it because, again, it's going to be free. You're not yeah. going to have to spend thousands of dollars to hire a publicist if yeah. you put the time into building your own list. Yeah. Yeah, and I just reiterate what you just said a moment ago, and that is tell us what you're doing. Is there anything that you're doing that's free? Uh seems to be working for you we'll help spread the spread the word there you go so um that's it for this week a huge shout out once again to bruce and everybody at hypebot and bands in town and of course to our sponsors bandzoogle.com and discmakers.com we will see everybody 
next week. Industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.